Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Be Here for a While. Today's episode of Be Here for a While is brought to you by Quip and Talkspace. Love both of these companies. Can't wait to tell you about them later. You're going to love them too. How are you guys doing? I don't. Do I have a southern accent right now? Do you know why? I was just listening to a country singer's clip on Instagram. And I think I just like developed a twang. I don't know. I do that when I go to like certain areas of America or just other countries. Like I very quickly like, you know, I'm Parisian all of a sudden. I'm like, bonsoir. You know, that's the only phrase I know. But I'm very, very into it. Which leads me to, I guess, you know, talking about the tour again. Hoping you guys will come out and watch some shows with me and Natasha. She was my podcast guest last week. I hope you guys enjoyed it. She's going to get me arrested in Europe, and that's fine. It will be my first arrest, and uh, I might not be coming back to America because Natasha has done some illegal activity overseas, and uh, we're going back to the country in which it happened, and I'm not sure we will be returning. But it's a risk I'm willing to take to do stand-up overseas for you folks that live over there. Um, yeah, but yeah, I'm probably, you know, I'm going to, when we go to Germany, I'm going to have a German accent. I'm going to be, I'm going to just be much taller, you know, when I'm there, just somehow more stern. That's what I picture all Germans to be, except for they're not. I, I've been to Germany before. I've done, I did one of those USO tours over there and we did stand up, stand up on a bunch of bases there and then hung out in the city and they're not as like stern as you would think. Anyways, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, Yeah, okay, so here's the tour. Very excited about it. If you are in, well, I'll give all the dates, like I do on every podcast, because I'm shameless. I'm shameless. Shameless as a man could be. Oh, any other fool can see. I don't think I'm singing the right words, but I do love Garth Brooks. This is a country-themed podcast. Anywho, I will be in Portland, Oregon, April 4th through 7th at Harvey's Comedy Club with my good buddy Jack Jr. Then, April 11th, it is Natasha's and my send-off comedy show in West Hollywood at Pally House. It's going to be awesome. It's an outdoor venue. It's like an out- It's going to be at like their outdoor restaurant, Marty. Um, super cool. Uh, it's Yeah, it's our show before we're gone for three weeks, and it's, there's going to be like gourmet food and drinks and comedy, obviously. And we just want to like hang out with all of our friends and podcast listeners and whatever. And uh, just have a great night before we're gone for three weeks. So get your tickets for that. All the tickets you can get at rachelobriancomedy.com. I'm going to stop saying the ticket link every single time I say the show. So just go to rachelobriancomedy.com and you can click and get tickets. So April 11th, Pally House. And then we go to New York, April 16th and 17th. We are at Westside Comedy Club in New York. And then Inverness, Scotland, April 19th and 20th. And then Edinburgh, April 21st. London, April 23rd. Berlin, April 26th. Prague, April 28th. And a to-be-determined Paris date, May, sometime between May 1st and May 3rd, we think. We're working on it. Hope that you guys are going to be there. Um, you know, Stassi, uh, Lala, Brittany, and Katie are going to be there early May. And so uh, that's why we wanted to pop over there at the end of our tour and do a show there. Hang out. And uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. So tickets, rachelobriancomedy.com. Okay, I have to confess something. I am so nervous right now. I agreed to do a 
I don't know, a talk, a speech. I don't know what exactly it is at a USC tonight. Now listen, I do stand up for an hour on stage when I headline a show. No problem. Well, I wouldn't say no problem. I definitely get nervous. I certainly get nervous, but not nothing that it's like, it's kind of just like general nerves that you're like, okay, once I get on stage and I get in my groove, I'll get over it. No, what I'm feeling right now is like genuine performance anxiety. I don't know. I'm so nervous, but it's like they say, um, most people's number one fear is public speaking, which I totally get, except for me, I was like, well, I think there's some of us that kind of like it, you know, we do stand up and, you know, we are that maybe 1% of people that like public speaking. I realized I only like it in the form of stand up and maybe podcasting. I am terrified of doing this tonight. And I remember back to, I, I gave a speech at a friend's rehearsal dinner, like, eight years ago and these are close close family childhood friends uh, one of my best friends was getting married and they they you know left it and also <laughs> here's what's funny though as much as it makes me nervous I also can't dur- turn down a good speech I'm such an idiot now that I think about this because and this will tie into also my podcast guest today which is Mr. Jax Taylor uh, when I gave a speech at his dad's funeral so weird on my part My intentions were so good, but it was so weird. So I can't turn down the opportunity to give a speech, although I hate doing it. But there's something I feel compelled to do it, whether or not it's appropriate for me to or not. So, yeah, I gave a speech at my friend's uh, rehearsal dinner years ago. And I remember, and maybe it's because it was a room full of people that I'd known all my life. I think with stand-up, it's like, Usually it's a crowd of, you know, mostly strangers. I'm honestly more nervous when I know a lot of people in the audience. So I think that's what it is. It's like when it's mostly strangers, I feel better. But giving this speech at my friend's rehearsal dinner, I I just remember thinking like, I want to throw up right now. I want to throw up right now. What am I saying? I've blacked out. I hate everything about this. But I keep doing it. So I, yeah, like I'm, I'm sure you guys have heard this story before either on my podcast or we told it on Saucy's podcast. Um you know, a little over a year ago, uh, after Jax's dad passed away, we flew to Michigan for his dad's funeral. Now, I've only met his dad one time. Granted, him and his mom uh, stayed with us for a weekend years ago, 11, 12 years ago, I don't know, when I was dating Jax. And so, I mean, I spent like a weekend with him, but like, it's not, you know, I'm not, I'm not the person to give the first speech. That's not, that's not my role. That's 100% not my role. But uh, I got the speech bug, and when the person, uh, it's like when someone says it's an open mic, I'm like, oh, well, this is what I do. Let me just, <laughs> let me just warm up the room for everyone. Yep, sauntered up on stage and gave the first speech at Jackson. That is so embarrassing. But to be honest, I could, I, I would do it again. I can see myself in that moment, because here's what happened. I felt nervous that that other people were going to be too nervous to speak. And then I wanted Jax's family and Jax and everyone to feel special that everyone loved his dad. And so I was like, well, let's just get this party started. I will do the honors. It's like a weird, I think it's just a weird codependent. Like I don't want people to feel bad thing. And so I'm willing to throw myself under the bus. Um, 
for better or worse, I guess. But I was on a good run there where I was giving speeches. So then let, let's say like a couple months later, um, my friend Jen Sturger got married. Now, I was not invited to the wedding because I wasn't as close with her then. But my friend Carrie Martin was. And uh, she brought me as uh, a guest after someone uh, had declined to show up. And so I had to go under the name Celia, Celia Finkelstein. Uh, so first of all, I was not really even invited. You know, the only person I knew there was my friend Carrie and the bride, Jen, who at the time I only barely knew. And they announced another what seemed like an open mic (laughs) speech situation. And I almost got up and gave a speech and and talked about how uh, happy the bride and groom were. First time I ever met her husband. Thank God something stopped me in that moment. But I digress. So I'm giving a speech tonight, and I hope I get that same zest for speech giving once I get there, because right now, I feel real nervous. And maybe it's because I'm not prepared. So I'm, I'm speaking to a class, I, th- I think the entire class or course is dedicated to being an influencer, which I'm not even really sure I consider myself an influencer. When I think of an influencer, I think of um, people with like super curated Instagram accounts, and mine is just sort of a hodgepodge of whatever, or just mostly like, hey, come watch me do stand-up or listen to my podcast. Mine's basically just like an advertisement of, you know, help me live my life. Um, So yeah, I think it's a class about that. And they've given me almost no direction on what I'm supposed to talk about. Although the last email from a couple days ago was like, hey, some people have brought in PowerPoint presentations. So if you just want to slip that onto a little portable USB, we can pop it in the a projector screen or whatever. I'm like, first of all, I don't even own a portable USB. So <laughs> that's what we're going to go wrong right now. Don't own a portable USB. Second of all, I haven't made a PowerPoint presentation since I was in, I don't even think college. I can't remember even doing one of those in college, but maybe I did. I think it was when I did like a pageant when I was a chubby kid that thought I wasn't chubby. Um, and I, I did a little PowerPoint presentation at the dinner. Um, so, yeah, I was like, uh, I was like, and he was like, well, you don't have to be formal with it. But just so you know, some people have done that. I was like, you know, I think I'm going to go more loose with it as if this was a choice, not just nervousness and laziness. I was like, I think, no, I'm not going to go PowerPoint. I think I'm going to go improv. I have no plan. No plan whatsoever. I can't wait to tell you guys the follow up to how this goes. And if you do listen to this podcast and you do attend USC, be nice to me if you see me there, you know. Maybe you've got a mini bottle of wine you want to hand me because I'm nervous. Maybe you want to bring that to the class. I don't know if you're 21 or not, so don't do it if you're not. I don't know. I'm just nervous. That's all I have to say. But it'll be great. I think it's going to go off very smoothly without a hitch. Okay, let's get to the podcast. I'm super excited today. Um, You know, we've come a long way in our friendship. Um... As you guys know, I dated Jax 100 years ago. Uh, It does not count anymore. It's like bankruptcy. It cancels out after a certain amount of years. Um, But in a weird way, just like all of the Vanderpump people, we are somehow binded, connected for life. And I never thought that I would be friends with Jax uh, like I am. I never thought that he would be someone that I could rely on like I feel like I can now or someone that's like in my corner and someone that now I'm really happy for my friend to marry like I'm really so excited for Brittany and Jack so 
I don't know. Everything comes full circle. And I think uh, if there's anything that you can learn from Vanderpump Rules, uh, it's forgiveness and just like, you know, sometimes people that aren't your family are still your family. And yeah, so uh, without further ado, give it up for Mr. Jax Taylor. Oh my God. Uh, Mr. Jax Taylor is here and Hello. He, he just said... What did you just say? Well, you can. I, I I showed up here a little sauced. I'm smoking a little bit just because I'm. I, I smoke a lot. Do people um, use the word sauced when it comes to smoking? I'm not. I'm just That's trying like to. That's something my grandma would say about someone sauced? that drank. No, no. I'm trying to be younger. I had. This, I said this the other day. I feel like going because I'm. I'm older. I'm not a millennial. I'm the next. Yeah. I'm the one under. Which what is, is it Generation X. I think it's called okay. right. Anyway, so I'm the one under. So to keep in with the, you know the younger generation. You got to go to these iHeartRadio concerts. I'm you got to go. I'm going to right now, sauced isn't a word anyone's using. Every, I've heard some my people mom, of I'm the- My mom, I'm pretty sure, says that. I'm, t- I'm telling you, some of my urban friends okay. say sauce. I've never heard anyone say that. But before <laughs> you said that, you said, smoking's really changed my life. I use big words now. Yes, I'm very articulate. You can tell when I'm smoking by my Instagram. You can look at my- I can tell by your group texts. And the group texts. <laughs> my grammar still hasn't changed, but that's because my phone doesn't work very well. I'm, that's my excuse. My grammar's just terrible. <laughs> but autocorrect is, I mean, this is a whole other thing. Anyway. What are these big words that you're using? Well, I just, I'm very- You can't art- just throw that out. Well, not- we'll see. When we're talking, I'll throw out a word. You'll be like, what? Even Brittany's like, well, how do you know what that word means because I don't speak. Are you using it in the right context? I am. I'm very articulate. Even I was with shorts all day yesterday and we were going, we went downtown to get our suits for the reunion and I was just talking to this guy. He's like, I don't even know who you are. You're you're using words that you've never used. He's like, I'm really impressed. So the weed's like expanding your yes, brain? Yes, yes. I think clearly. So you I'm didn't even articulate. need to go to the college that you made up that you went to. <laughs> I did go to school. I, I went know. to, I went to a Macomb Community College. Yeah. Go Monarch. Go Monarchs. No, but you told me you graduated with an advertising degree. I, you know what? That's not the only thing I told people. I also told people <laughs> your, that... Your mom was the one that had to tell me that wasn't true. I was like, well, at least he's got an advertising degree. She goes, my son never went to college. I was like, I, That's Okey a lie. No, 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 no. I did go to college. <laughs> I went to community college. I do have an associate's degree. Okay, good. But I also said my I, I owned Taylor uh, Urinal Cakes oh. at one point. I was trying... This is before do you... Do I remember that one? Well, my last name was Taylor, and I got this idea from a friend. And this is before social media, or you can fact check so people. Funny. You remember before yeah. the days where you can fact check? You could tell anybody whatever social you wanted. Social media ruined your life. Ruined everyone's life. God dang it. Yeah, but I mean, not, I used to, not I everyone was also, makes up that they own Urinal Cakes. You were like Romeo and Michelle, like oh, saying that you just, invented Post-its. I was the drummer of Paramore <laughs> one time. I was... <laughs> You're the original Romy and Michelle. I just realized that you're the type that would go to a high school reunion and be like, yeah, I have Taylor urinal cakes. Yeah. Yeah. You got you to think of something like so unusual that people are going to be like, oh, I, well, okay. Sounds okay. You because if I, I just said, oh, I own this. Well, people be like, no, you don't. If I own like, oh, my dad invented doorknobs or something like that. They're yeah. like, oh, wow. That's okay. I'm not I'm yeah, just going to believe them. I guess. That'd be hard to look up. Yeah. You know, when yeah. But when you're in your 20s and <laughs> so funny. probably young, early 30s, probably up until about four years ago, you say what you got <laughs> to say like to get places. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think, did urinal cakes get you in the door? It, it, urinal cakes didn't get in the door, but nobody questioned it. Really? Nobody questioned it. Nobody ever said anything. Yeah. Um, I was just remembering that you told me at one point you had friends, and, and I, this might be true, that made a lot of money on vending machines. So then we purchased a gumball machine or something, and I put it in my apartment building. Yeah. that I didn't make any money on that. Um, I'm no. pretty sure I didn't even know how to take the quarters out of it when it filled up. And I don't think it ever filled up. Well, it, it, 
What did the, I do with that after a while? That was one of my little ventures that I was on. Well, so I used You're to work. Entrepreneur. Well, I used to work in retail ages, ages, ages. I was an, a manager at Abercrombie that yeah. I got fired at. I've been fired pretty Shocking. much from every job. Um, <laughs> and we had a break room and we kept um, vending machines in the back and kids would come. This one guy would come every week and change it out. I'm like, what do you, what is this? Do you make money from this? He's like, yeah, I have them all in the mall. I could see people making good money on it's those. It's just quarters. It's just, you, you know, and they're, they're, uh, they're kids that work in uh, retail stores. I got to get back in the vending it machine was, game. It, it's a big game. There's one guy who owns a company <laughs> called Gumball 2000. He drives around like a Lamborghini and his only job is to. Are you be, serious? Yeah. That's amazing. That's kind of, I think, where I got the idea from actually. Now that I think about it. So earlier we were talking about people that um, are, there's a certain type of person that is uh, like a CEO or a chef or a surgeon or a reality star or probably a comedian. They have to have a certain level of like, I think it's psychopathic qualities or is it sociopath? I don't know which one. Psychopathic qualities. I've been com- I've been compared to all these things over yeah. the years. Well, I mean, <laughs> I must have a little bit of it too. There's no way that, it, being a person that's like, hey, my job is going to be that I'm just going to stand on a stage. People are going to pay to just hear me talk and I'm, they're going to be entertained. Like that's a narcissist at least. There's yeah, got to be a touch a little bit of that. Yeah, of course. I think, I think to be successful in any job, you've got to be a little bit of a narcissist or a, a sociopath. I don't do. Would you want to work? I think there's a difference between a sociopath is someone that doesn't feel emotion. I think that's the one that, that we don't want to be. I think it's narcissist maybe. Or psychopath. I don't know. No, a sociopath is somebody who, but you have to have some sort of, or you're not going to be successful. Yeah. People are going to walk all over you. You have to Do you want to work for yeah. somebody who's weak and doesn't talk? And it's like, well, he's a great boss, but he's very quiet. He doesn't, he's not motivated. You know, like, I, you don't, you don't, there's no drive. When yeah. you see somebody who's like on top of their game and is just, yeah, he's cocky, but like, you want to be like that guy. That guy's got some drive. Yeah. So being compared to somebody like that, I, it doesn't really bother me. I wouldn't actually say that you are, um, a sociopath because compared to okay so let's not I'm not going to say that Ori was a sociopath but I believe that he was able to be a chameleon in different situations he get fooled me and you actually do show emotion like very much so and like so I don't believe that you fall into that category I, I think maybe in the in my early twenty mid twenties, yes, because that's when I was extremely uh, super selfish. Just didn't give a shit about anyone or anything. All I cared about was myself. I didn't. I just it was about me and nobody else. I didn't mm-hmm. care who I hurt to get to the top. Yeah, and that's just what when I came to LA, I'm like, what do I have to do to be number one? How do I get to the top? And I felt like that's just what you did. Yeah. And I didn't have any feeling towards anything. I didn't care if I hurt anybody. I, I mean, wish I had a little bit of that. I feel so bad for no, everything I do. Me, I feel bad. I I I'm feel bad to, if I like don't say hi to someone properly. Now I'm like that. Really? Now I'm like, yeah, that. I'm so like oh, I'm sorry. I feel bad now. That's why. Yeah. It's, thank God I have an amazing PR to manager because I, I would say yes to everything. They would mm-hmm. be like, oh my God, what is he doing now? Yeah. He's <laughs> he's got he's got your little cake stuff. So. <laughs> You know, he's telling people this. I, I just say yes to everything. I do. What do you think um, was the catalyst? Because I, I, I believe that you are a, a completely different person than you used to be. I mean, it's a noticeable, even as a friend, as just even someone to hang out with, like, you, you know, the way you treat Brittany now, like you really are a different person. And what do you think the catalyst was for that? Yeah, I hit rock bottom. Yeah. I hit rock bottom. And it was going before the incident I had with Brittany before mm-hmm. that whole thing. It was before that. I hated myself. I didn't like who I was. Yes, I, I, you know, I'm on a successful show and all this, and, 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 and I have good friends, but I just didn't like myself. And then after my father passed away, that was just rock, I mean, bottom. Yeah, and I that, would it think could that have that gone, it. it could have gone one way or mm-hmm. the other after that. And I was like, because I was going through with the, the stuff with Brittany, so I had that and my father just, just died. Brittany could have said, you know what, I'm not dealing with this. Mm-hmm. You're an asshole. 
but she stuck by me. We, we love each other very much. You know, we, we were best friends. She knew what I was going through. I explained to her the whole situation of why I did what I did. It was never about the girl. It was never mm-hmm. about that other person. Oh, it God. was just, yeah, I know that <laughs> it's just, I didn't like who myself, myself, I didn't give I just didn't like myself. Yeah. I didn't think, I, I don't know. You're just self-sabotaging. I was self-sabotaging, mm-hmm. which I've done my whole life. And I just was like, why am I doing this to the most amazing yeah. girl? You know, I mean, I, I, I just. Do you think in a weird way you're like, I'm, I, I know obviously your dad didn't choose to get sick and everything, but in a weird way, I think everything happens for a reason that he wanted you to have a better life. And so like, just if you look at it sort of karmically or if I, you believe I'm, in God, that yes. like he was like, my son is going down a, a bad path. Like, you know, I think this will change him. I think that. You know, he's just so weird because like two months before that, two months before he passed, I never get emotional in front of my dad. Mm -hmm. I've never once in my life cried in Mm -hmm. front of my dad. I picked up the phone and I got on the phone. It was silent. I was talking to my dad. He's like, hey, what's going on? And I just started crying. And this is two months before he died. And I've never cried. I'm like, dad, I don't like myself. I don't know what to do. And my dad is not, my dad's very, I compare my dad to Tom Schwartz. Doesn't talk. (laughs) And he's gives one liners. Well, that's the way the cookie crumbles. And that's, well, you know, you got to do what you got to do. And my dad just didn't know how to respond. It was silent. And he didn't want to respond. He's like, you know, you need to call your mother, call your mother. And I'm like, dad, I'm just, I'm just really sad. I don't like me. I don't like where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I was I was crying out for help. Yeah. I, I was just to the wrong person. And, you know, I just thought my dad, I just wanted him to know. And I think maybe what you said, yeah. I, I 100% feel he's with me. Things are happening to me this year that are unexplainable. Yeah. I was just saying this to Brittany. Like, things are going down in my life right now that are just so smooth. Things are going really well. Yeah. Knock on wood. You know, I go to church now every week. Where uh, are you guys going to church? I, I, my mom said that you, you, one of you guys posted about it and she was like, it's supposed to be a really good church. You need to go with them. What is it? I, it's not, it's a church. Yes. It's a, it's a Christian church. Uh, his name is Judah Smith. He comes in from, uh, Seattle every Wednesday. Uh-huh. It's kind of, a, it's called church home. Church and it's home. on Wilshire, uh, okay. Wilshire and La Cienega. That I theater. I want to go with you guys sometime. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's not very churchy. It's all kids. You wear whatever you want. I mean, mm-hmm. we sit next to Haley Baldwin and Justin Bieber every time. So it's that church. Okay. Yeah, I thought Card- that was Hillsong or something. Yeah, Kardashians are in front of us. It's, it's really, I want to say it's more spiritual than yeah, it is yeah. about church because I've gone to Kentucky and I've gone to the way, way, way churchy churches yeah. and then I've gone to something like this. Do which they like speak in tongues and stuff? They did in, in uh, Kentucky, yeah. That's it so was intense. a little interesting. I get nervous laughter. Well, not only that, I was sitting... I get sitting, nervous laughter at funerals, so... Oh, I'll, I get embarrassed for other people. Like, if yeah. somebody does something weird, I can't look because yeah. I... Yeah. And not only that, I was in the front row. So he was staring me down. He was like the kid from The Omen. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. It was scary. <laughs> I looked like that kid when I was a baby. So I was scary looking at him and just looking at me. But, no, Kristen did when she was younger. Oh, yeah. She did. That picture. Yeah. It's oh, creepy. Yeah. But yeah, so going to church, though, I, I tell you what, I love going. And mm-hmm. I get mad if I miss it. Like, I, I, I organize my day around it because yeah. I can't miss it. It's, it's changed me. Developing and sticking to healthy routines is so important. And one of the most important things we can do for our health every day is brushing our teeth. Yet most of us don't do it properly. And I discovered after I got my awesome Quip toothbrush that I was not brushing for the recommended two minutes. But with Quip, they have a built-in two-minute timer that pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides, giving you a full and even clean. Listen, 90% of us don't brush for the full two minutes and don't clean evenly. So I felt better about the fact that I wasn't alone, but I didn't know until... I got my Quip toothbrush and Quip's sensitive sonic vibrations are gentle enough on your sensitive gums, which I also actually have very sensitive gums. And most of us brush too hard and some electric toothbrushes are too abrasive, but not Quip. A multi-use cover also mounts it to your mirror and unmounts it to slide 
over your bristles for on-the-go brushing. I travel a ton. All I do is put my cover over my Quip toothbrush. It's a perfect size. I throw it in my bag. I'm ready to go. I bring it with me, you know, when I go on dates and whatever, just because I always want to feel like I have clean, fresh teeth. And the brush heads are automatically delivered to you on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5. Quip is so incredible, guys. I really just genuinely love it. I've gotten everyone in my family into it, all my friends into it, and I want to have my listeners have beautiful, clean, fresh teeth. I love Quip. want you guys to love it too. And they're backed by over 20,000 dental professionals. And Quip starts at just $25. And I have an offer for my listeners. If you go to getquip.com slash be here right now, you get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's incredible. All right. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash be here. That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash be here. Let's have beautiful, healthy smiles together, guys. So maybe you can help me out with this because I was, and and I don't care about the dude. He's, I mean, he's annoying. Um, But I was just recently cheated on. And to my knowledge, I don't know that I've been cheated on besides you, uh, which trust me, I don't care. And really at all. Uh, And Oh, I do. I was, that was, it was a bad part of my, I like to just erase that. Not the fact that we dated, but I erased the fact that what I did. Yeah. It was just terrible. But trust me, I really don't care. Okay. I remember my, we can move past this. (laughs) I remember saying that I should have handed that girl a (laughs) hundred dollars. Thank you. (laughs) I'm just joking. (laughs) But, um, I'm sure I have been cheated on in other relationships and just didn't find out. But then most recently I was just cheated on and he was around our group of friends all the time. And I'm, a little bit mad at you that you didn't pick up on the signs and pull me aside and say, Rachel, this guy's a douche. I, I, I t- he fooled us all because he's good. He's really good. If, that, yeah, if, he if he's is. doing he's everything that you and a lawyer and a lawyer, mm-hmm. yeah, in Beverly Hills. And <laughs> I mean, I, I honestly, honestly did not see it. I did not see it. He, he fooled us all. He's good really? at it. He's good at his game. I mean, would you have been able to pick up on though if there were some red flags? You think if it wasn't him, like can you tell oh, it in yes. other guys? Oh, a hundred percent. You can what tell are the red just flags? because I was that douchebag who yeah. did all that. I know, and I'm like, especially when I have kids, I'm going to be able to see all this stuff coming a mile away. But I don't think just in the, the way room I could have told, I could have picked out things that you did if, like, when everyone else was around, for example. You know, it's a lot harder to get away with things now with social media and yeah, all this totally. other thing. And, and you could never get away with it. No. No, it's well, no yeah, also could. being on television, it's impossible. Yeah. It's impossible. And it's like, you know, the days of, of you know, hooking up with somebody, and even if you're just single, the hooking up with somebody are over. I mean, nowadays, you got to be like, you got to put your phone away. This isn't going to go anywhere. And by the mm-hmm. time you go through all that, kind of mm-hmm. kills the mood. Yeah. So, Seriously. you know, so it's like, I, I don't know how I, I could never date. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anymore if well, I was single I don't I don't know what I would do what are the signs I should be looking for I'm actually asking Jax Taylor for dating advice because you're about ready to get married and I probably wouldn't date anybody not in doing LA. so well really I don't I mean it's hard I know I hate to say that but I mean do look, I have to import someone from Kentucky too I, <laughs> oh maybe I'll meet someone at Brittany's your guys' wedding yes there's gonna be a lots of single men there oh. but I mean a lot of them are gonna be coming from LA but you know at least they're okay, successful so no. I had a lot of successful friends no, I know good all guys. your friends already. You do. You know you everybody. You need to make new friends. No, that my my groomsmen are are we got some single guys in there. I don't don't I know all of them? Are we looking to date? Is this is this are you asking me to find you a, a No, a because I already other? know all your friends unless That's you make true. new friends. That's yeah, true. Yeah, but like don't But you I feel like, like you like you a different people? type of person. You kind of Who? like you're more like the eccentric, the artsy the guy that's you know the maybe can be the comedian or the kind of like the guy that's super intelligent but like kind of is like whatever. No, you that know. was just John, and he was just weird. 
I don't know. I think I just like people that like me. That's like my main criteria is I'm like, you're into me. Like, awesome. where do you go? If you were going to, to meet a guy tomorrow, where would your place be? Like, where would you go? I don't go? meet people in the wild. I want to. I meet people on dating apps. Yeah, I guess that's the way of the world now. Because in the wild, I'm hanging out with all of you guys, my friends, and right. you guys have the same friends, or we're right. at and Rock we're, and Riley's and it's the same people there. Right. And we draw a lot of, yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah you're right. So I'm not right. going to, you never know. Unless and maybe I'm by myself, but I don't think I put out a vibe. I feel like you would like, date Silver Lake or Las Vegas. I feel like that would I be move your, there, kind of. That would be your, well, you're kind of, aren't you kind of a little bit too good looking to live there? I'm not trying really? to toot your own horn or anything, but don't you have to be a little bit artsy? No, not say too good looking. That's that's not the right word. You mean like because not there's like there's very enough? very attractive people in in Las Vegas. I shouldn't say that. I'm saying girly. Is that Maybe, a word? Yeah, feminine. They're more like hipstery. They wear like overalls. But and you. Clogs. But the thing is with you, you act that way. Yeah. You, you act the part. You just don't look the part. Yeah, that's is a little that? confusing. I think that's why I don't get cast for anything because they're like, you don't look like your personality at all. Right, you don't. Yeah, you have the personality of an old. That's kind of like man. Brittany. Yeah, that's how yeah. Brittany. Brittany, she's she's out in the barn scooping she's up so horse cute. shit, but yet she can put it together and look like amazing on the red carpet. So it's. Except it's, you and Brittany have very similar personalities. I think that's why you guys work so well. Like yeah. you guys like all the same shit. Like you guys. The only you thing guys we literally don't, have the same personality. The only thing we do not agree on is music. Other than that, we agree. You don't like country. I do like country. That yeah. I don't mind it, but I'm really an '80s uh, music cre- like yeah. nut, and she just can't handle it. She doesn't like it. No. Did she hate the concert? The Fleetwood Mac concert. She didn't concert? hate it. She didn't hate it. It's not. She would rather have been like you know Drake or whatever these other rappers oh, are nowadays. Yeah, yeah. She Me, likes I that. could sit in there all day, and I, I had to leave early, and I was bummed. I was so upset about that. I was talking to Kristen the other day about it. I'm like, when's Fleetwood Mac coming back? I'm buying you tickets. We're going again. Mm-hmm. But they were just here apparently. They were? Oh, yeah, yeah. They were They were before we went there. They were yeah. before. What a great concert that was, by the way. It was so great. So are you helping with the wedding planning at all? So this is how it's working. Brittany and I bought a house. So I'm Yay. doing all the house stuff. The house stuff. is so pretty. Thank you very much. We're so excited. It's I mean, it's so, my it's first house. I'm so amazing. excited. Uh, she, I'm doing all the house stuff because it's a lot of work. And plus, I really enjoy it. I'm really learning a lot. It's like... Mm-hmm. I, I, it's like going to school every day. Is it turnkey? Are you guys getting all the furniture too? We we have the option to mm-hmm. get all, all the furniture. And I think we're going to get a lot of it because it just makes sense. Yeah. You it know, matches in there. It that. matches everything. We're going to have to buy it anyway and have it shipped it all in. And so it's, I'm moving into your guys' pool, pool house. I hope you know. You're definitely welcome. Yeah. Anybody's welcome. Does it have like a kitchenette or anything? It's got a bathroom and a, a shower a and a bath. Cool. So then I'll just cook in the kitchen with you guys. It's got a fireplace. And then... Awesome. Yes. Do I have my own entrance? There is an entrance because there's a no there's a no wall on one of the sides, so it's an open room. It's oh, a weird. I got to show mm-hmm. it to you. But it's I feel an like easily, a coyote could like eat me in the middle. Well, of the we night. could put a wall, one of those screens down. Yeah, if you could have that installed before you move in, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> so like it is just, fully fenced in, so nobody can even see in. It's fifteen high fences. I feel like you're gonna get like Zach Wickham like sleeping I, there. All I the know. Time. I, I've thought about that already. I've already made comments 100%. about it. But now I have so many houses that I can like crash at. There's so many options. Yeah, you got a lot. Yeah, even one in Palm Springs. Yeah. Well, yeah. That one's, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's part of my Yeah, own. so I'm taking care of the house stuff. Okay. Brittany's doing the wedding stuff, and it's just working out easier that way. She wants to take care of it all. I do have, I am in charge of getting the guys suits and that stuff. That's it? And that's it. So are you guys still doing, um, is it are the, is it Hooters girls serving? <laughs> yeah. So around, um, I don't want to give everything away, but okay. around like midnight, we're going to have it catered because around midnight, 12, 1 o'clock, everyone's going to get hungry again. So mm-hmm. everybody always loves Taco Bell. We're going to have Taco Bell and Hooters. That's awesome. Trucks catered at the wedding around around 12, 1 o'clock when everyone's like sauced. I'm s- no, you can't. You cannot <laughs> making that word cool. It's not. I'm you trying pu- to make you it pulled, happen. You pulled up in a lifted golf cart. That is true. Now, why is the golf cart lifted? 
Well, I bought it originally for my dad, and yeah. uh, he wanted it a little higher because he likes to go off-roading on it a little bit by uh-huh. the beach and everything, so it was lifted. It's causing a problem getting into my garage. I rub the top as I move in, yeah. as I drive in, but yeah, we just want it lifted. It's my, it's my country coming out in me. You don't have, you're not from the country. No, I know, but I'm, I'm marrying a girl that's from <laughs> that's the country, true, that's true. so it's kind of rubbing off on me. Unless you are from the country and you're not from Michigan and Florida. No, that, that was, was all whole, true. That part was true. That was okay, all true. Good. Okay, good. Um, I would like to know. I want to know. I want. I wish I could remember some of the BS I used to tell people. I mean, I know you know a little bit. I know a little bit. But there was a lot of shit that I I couldn't even keep up with half the shit because I would tell people certain things and I would tell others certain things. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I told who what. That's when oh yeah. I was people like, I can't would come up to me when we were dating and they would be like, Oh yeah, Jacks told me like this, this, and this, and I'm like thinking like well i better cover for him but in my head i'm like well that's not fucking true at all yeah well like, dude, you know how hard it is to move in this town and then everyone's doing successful things yes i do <laughs> and everybody's like doing all this stuff and like well, what are you doing and it's like uh, you had a modeling career yeah i i, mod- I, I it was a sustainable yeah it was, i just was even i never was a successful superstar model but i yeah. worked and i made it work and it was a job but no, I mean, I would always go to events or parties where everybody was so successful and I just felt so out of place, like I should have been catering the party. Yeah, but you've gotten really lucky, I think, in your time in L.A. I mean, yeah, think about I it. Like, I you should've... basically, uh, I mean, now you are a good person, but you were basically paid and rewarded for being kind of a shitty person for years. Like, You're that's right. inc- an incredible amount of luck. You're right. Like, you didn't... I feel like the network hates me that I'm good now. I don't I think feel like so. they, they like bothers me. It bothers them a little bit that I'm like a good person. They probably have gonna, are going to pull you aside and give you yeah, a little talk like, about listen, that. Listen, we need you a little bit more of the uh, crazy jacks that you used to be. Can they'll you bring find, it they'll find something. I'm I, sure. You know what? I, I, I've been dabbling in a little bit of Britney's drama, which is go, going on. I, I'll, I'll, I'll be firecracker a little bit more next season, but Brittany's got some drama going on. Well, she's it? got, she always had all these girls have drama. There's drama, more drama going on when we don't film than when we do. I know film. it's, it's so it's true. It's crazy. It's amazing. The crap that these girls fight about at our age is like, we, they fight more than any girl in high school. Well, I've ever met in my life. I had, I had Stassi on my podcast a couple weeks ago and I asked her, I said, do you think because you guys started doing this show at a pretty young age? I mean, her especially, um, and that you're, they say your brain isn't fully formed until I think you're 34. So for a man or a woman? For I think everyone. Um, I think a man is a little later, isn't it? Maturity wise. Or it's like this, this like the kind of the, your habits and stuff are kind of sort of set around that time. And so she was like what 22 when she started it. I said, do you think that because you guys um, at a young age were paid to fight it was glorified for you to fight that that just kind of became a part of you and that's like just your natural like homeostasis now and she was like yeah I think so like that that's just it's like ingrained in them they don't know how not to they don't know how not to right it's almost like if nothing if everybody's normal it's almost like freaky yeah if if, if nothing's going on it's almost like why this is weird it's almost weird to be normal than it is to be yeah, you know, fighting. absolutely. Yeah, I think it's because it, you, it was. I mean, it was your job, and yeah. so it was like something that you you were rewarded for it. But we did all this arguing before. This was all going that's on before, true. and I feel like that's but why our show is so successful. No? Yes. Well, that's 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 what I that's what I say about the show. Everyone's like, "Well, Jax, you're you're the bartender." I'm like, "I didn't move to L.A. to be a bartender. This was a job to get me to the next place." Yeah. You know, everyone's like, "Well, aren't you going to be bartending?" I'm like, no. God, it's it so work. ridiculous. You hope that people evolve. It is extremely hard to evolve in this town. You yeah. Know, everyone's got the Peter. You have to work on. You it. got Peter Pan syndrome. I I've had it forever. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to grow up. Yeah. Everyone wants to be a kid. 
I am so incredibly passionate about all of us working on our mental health. We all need someone to talk to, a person who can support us through rough patches or even the everyday ups and downs of life. And that's where Talkspace comes in. I love Talkspace. I am so proud to have them as a sponsor because I think that they're really doing wonderful things for people. So listen, Talkspace is online therapy that makes taking care of your mental health more affordable and convenient than ever before. Simply provide your preferences for therapy and Talkspace will match you with one of 4,000 plus therapists the very same day. Send your therapist unlimited text, audio, picture, or video messages anywhere at anytime. You cannot do that with a regular therapist. No matter what you're going through, you're not alone. And it's important for you to know that. Join more than 1 million who feel happier with Talkspace. Finding the right therapist doesn't have to be stressful. The Talkspace matching process takes your unique preferences into account to find you someone whose style and expertise matches your needs. And if you want to switch therapists, you can do so at any time, no extra cost. And it's convenient and easy to use. You no longer have to wait for your next appointment to talk about what's on your mind. With Talkspace, you can send unlimited messages to your dedicated therapist from the privacy of your device anywhere, any time of day. And if you're having a tough time, you can always schedule a live video session with your therapist for extra support. And it's so affordable. One month of therapy on Talkspace costs about the same as a single face-to-face session. Best of all, you never have to wait a week to share what's on your mind. And I have an offer for my listeners. I really got, I really want you guys to jump on board with this. Talkspace, like I said, has more than 4,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing the challenges we all face. To match with your perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com and make sure to use the code BEHERE to get $45 off your first month and show your your support for my show. That's BEHERE and Talkspace.com. Okay, guys, Talkspace.com and make sure to use the code BEHERE to get $45 off your first month. It's so gross, though, when you... There's people that I remember, I like, guys, when I would go to clubs when I was younger, they were just, like, the older dude at the club. And I don't go to clubs at all now, but I, I think I had, like, been to... I think it was actually, like, the St. Patrick's Day thing at Rock and Riley's. Which is tomorrow, last, by the way. Yeah, it was so last year when I went. Some of those same guys that when I was 21 years old, and I was like, they seem really old to be here, are still doing that. I'm like, that is so depressing. I know. It's I know. so gross. I actually gross. have some friends. <laughs> I don't want to name any names, but I have friends that are like, sure I see at Riley's, and I'm just like, oh my God, you guys are still doing this. You're like, go home. What are you doing? Get married or something. Yeah, there's just got to be more to like. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I love partying in this town, but there's got to be a point where it's like, even yeah. Jax Taylor was like, listen, enough's enough. I mean, you know me better than anybody. Yeah. I went out seven nights a week, yeah. and I was drunk or on something seven nights a week and i just hit a point where i was just like i can't do this anymore yeah i am so sick of partying like i I can't i i was never a big partier in general because i like to go to bed early but like i don't even really like drinking that much anymore like i've really like i was very nervous to go on the nashville trip because i was like i don't want to drink that much like But I know that, like, I, that's what everyone's going to do. And so, like, that's all right, fine. I'm going to have to, like, that's, do it That's kind of what's happening with me lately because we'll, they'll go out. Because the girls still like to drink. Yeah. And I just find myself not drinking because I don't drink as much either at night because yeah. I smoke a lot more. And then just, I'm like, okay, well, I kind of, I'm not going to go with them because they're just going to drink and yeah. drink and drink and drink. And it's like, they, but they're functioning. Like, I don't understand how they do it. Yeah. They'll start in the morning. I mean, you've been around for it. Yeah. And they'll just go all day. And then they'll just. I don't 
don't think that a lot of them really day drink that much anymore, though. Like, I know that, like, Katie really does. I mean, maybe on trips, but, which I guess we're always on trips. Which we're like, always on trips. That's true. That's true. But I don't think that it's, like, a day drinking thing as, as much anymore. Although I did, I did meet Kristen and Katie at the Grove, like, a month ago, and I had iced tea, and I'm pretty sure they each had a couple cocktails and a shot. So, never mind. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> not It's not just a glass of wine, either. Yeah, it's yeah. like, it's a Tuesday afternoon at 3 o'clock. Do you want to go out for a drink? Okay, I can understand that. A glass yeah. of wine. They're like, all right, three shots, a Jaeger bomb. Um, it's three o'clock in the afternoon. Jager bombs are so gross. I, yeah, oh God, I, and I'm, I guarantee because Tom and Katie and Stassi and Bo are having lunch right now. Yeah, and I guarantee they're drinking. Oh, I'm sure. Well, it is Bo's birthday. There's to, always to somebody's be, to birthday. To be fair, to be fair, somebody's moving in somewhere. Party for this. Party yeah. for breakups. We have parties for everything. There's going to be so many housewarming parties this season. There's going to be a lot of housewarming parties. I cannot wait to f- see how productions like. Oh yeah, they um they get paid really well as waiters. They, yeah, they yeah. The sir is doing fantastic. <laughs> Tips are these tourists are just a really great sign of our economy that these these tourists can tip so well. No comment. It's so funny to me. So funny to me. Um, speaking of, well, we all we all have side projects now too. I mean, that's yeah. that's obviously where all this is coming from. Like, okay, so drink what's your your drink thing? It's just add X. It's called. I partnered with Lance Bass, Richard Branson, James Curtly. Yeah, he just jumped on board. So Holy shit. we are going to be uh, a sponsor. Is he single? He's a little old for me. He's but a little older, but hey, man, look how successful he's he is. Single, he's really though, yeah? he, he's articulate. He's got a good look going on. Yeah, I mean, th- the long, this, flowy, hippie this point, hair. I've tried poor guys, helped them out. I've my track record's awesome, Jax. Let's just put it that way. It's just th- that's <laughs> almost as bad. Can I compare? I yeah. don't. This is not a mean joke at all. I'm okay. not trying to be sad, but being broken up with by a man in his position mm-hmm. that's got that's almost as bad as me getting denied by Lindsay Lohan saying that it didn't happen and it really did. That's just as bad as like the, she's the bottom of the barrel. Up? Yeah, for me, I, think, I actually do believe that one. It's a hundred and I have and I got text messages from my friends saying, "Dude, we were there. I we were there. That I know. I definitely do. That that hurt me. So when she, you got Lindsay Lohan denying you, I mean, I was like, Jesus God, where I am, I must be at no. rock bottom. No, Robbie was a great guy. But I, not, yeah, 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 that was a bad joke. No you, it's no, it wasn't. It's fine. <laughs> you, you told Stassi you hooked up with Amanda Bynes, and I was like, No, no he I didn't. didn't. I never Stassi said says that. you did. No, I, I, I swear to God to you, I really? never said that. No, my only claim to fame with Amanda Bynes is is my go to story when I say she would come over and clean us out. Of Diet Cokes and then Scram. Yeah, <laughs> Scram. I said Scram. <laughs> Did I just say Scram? I feel like Ross on Friends when he tries to use big words. You've like used sauced and Scram. You are nowhere near using verbiage that millennials use. I know. I said Scram. <laughs> these kids these days, Scram. What? But literally. How I'm, old are you now? I know, I know. I am 39. The real age, July 11th, 1979. Are you going to go by Jason Couchy when you get married? Uh, that's a great question. Is she going to say... No, 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 no. Um, that's a great question. I'm going to have to... Do you pe- say the people's names and vows? I... You say your own name. Yeah. I... I, I'm probably going to say my legal name. I think... Yes. Brittany's going to make you. I'm sure. Yeah. Whatever she wants me to do. It's going to yeah. be a little weird situation. We're going to keep our own last names. Mm-hmm. Uh, and our kids are going to get my last name. That's smart. That's how we you decided guys, to do it. You guys kind of have to we for have to. your public, yeah. public figures or whatever. Yeah. Um, does Brittany still ever like I feel like she's such a forgiving person does she ever hold anything over your head or did she just like make a decision that like after the situation yeah um, it, 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 no I mean it's it, I had to work mm-hmm. I worked my ass off to get her back and she's it was a, a trial and you know like I said and as she knows I drilled it in her head it was never about 
me it's never my life ever been about oh my god that girl's so much hotter or that girl it's never been about that it's my own insecurities just thinking am i still can i still get girl can i still is that why guys cheat? that's why i don't want to say i'm not saying that's why guys do it i just sometimes i just wasn't feeling like it's hard to explain oh what happened oh it's hard to explain. Growing up and and how I did in L.A. and like everyone's always like you're modeling this and that. You all this seeking all this attention. This yeah. What, what's what am I looking for? I'm seeking kind validation. Of validation. Yeah. And I you know you get in a relationship that stops. And then I was like, well, am I still good enough? Am I still good looking enough? Am I still do I still have it? Yeah. You know. And then and then I just didn't like myself because then I would start thinking about the things that I used to do to people and I hurt people and I was like. It was bad. It, like, I never thought it would catch up to me. And I was like, everyone used to say, oh, it's going to catch up to you one day. You're going to have feelings. It's going to hurt. I'm like, nah, fuck that. I don't care who I hurt. And it's starting. It was starting to hurt. It was building on me. I'm like, yeah. all the pain. And like, and I was just, just like feeling bad about feeling doing bad. It. And I was mm-hmm. constantly crying in my room by myself. And like, what have I done? And I'm just feeling shitty about myself. And I'm like, why am I feeling shitty? I'm, I have a good job. Mm-hmm. I have a girl. But yet I'm still feeling crappy mm-hmm. about myself. And I don't like who I am. Do you think you were depressed? Yeah, I think there was some sort of depression in there. Yeah. I don't know what. Yeah, people how. can go through waves of depression. Yeah, for sure. I think there was. And I just think I was, you know, because I was such a different kid growing up. My parents raised me so well. And then it all got ruined when I moved to New York and L.A. It mm-hmm. just I just started hanging out with socialites and models and stuff. And they just don't care about anybody. And neither did I. Yeah. So not you can't speak for every guy, but part of it or a lot of the reason why guys cheat is they need validation. Validation. I, I've i never once, and it's this is God's honest truth, I never once cheated because of, oh my God, that girl's so hot. Yeah. There's I mean, a million think, hot girls in the world. Yeah. I've never, I've never done that. It was yeah. more of a validation thing. Yeah. That you could still do yeah, it. Yeah. I would say that's probably why most guys cheat. Yeah. Because, Unless they leave the girl for the other person. They were actually yeah, more Yeah. But I've never done person. that. Yeah. I've no, never no, done no. that. Huh. I wonder if that's why girls cheat. I'm not a cheater, so I don't necessarily know. I think girls are, are the same way. I think girls need to have some valid, need to feel loved, mm-hmm. need to see, feel some validation as well. I don't think, uh, no, well, I don't know. It's tough with girls, right? Even But living in LA, do they cheat because this person's more successful? For instance, if, you, I, if I was dating somebody and I was a normal guy, not on a television show, and then my girl met a basketball player and he's super successful and she cheated on him with, or she cheated on me with him. Uh-huh. Do you think she's because she's attracted to him or she because he's successful? I think because he's more successful. Right. Yeah, probably. So that would be the reason why I think women cheat. Is more There's a success theory that... Because women can get it whenever they want. It's not... Yeah. There's a theory that women cheat just as much as men. I think they're and they smarter get, at and it. And they get, they get away with it a lot easier. Well, because women are way more intelligent than men are. You think? They're really... They know how to get away with it and they can, and they can argue better. We're, men are so stock for instance Tom Tom and I yeah. we're stock I say fuck you you suck whatever mm-hmm. you girls I'm not saying you but the mm-hmm. girls in our group will dig and go after like my firstborn. yeah like I'm not kidding they will just <laughs> go at you like oh my god I just said I didn't want to go out to do this and this and you're attacking my firstborn child that's not yeah, even yeah. here yet it's <laughs> like, a great tactic I don't you know? know I mean they're evil <laughs> they, they are, are evil. not evil some of them can say things that really hurt and I've but been they a- do it mostly just to each other Yes, but I've been the I've been victim. I mean, I caused it myself, but I've been victim of some of the. Uh, yeah. Those, the, I'm lucky they don't really do it to me that bad. It's, they're scary when yeah. they get together and they drink. They're a little scary. I'm a yeah. little. That's why they're called the witches of WeHo. Well, that's why I just leave situations early. Yeah, I ghost. This is why I would never be good on Vanderpump Rules because I I just like when people start fighting, I'm like I'm gonna go get a snack. That's what like, hap- that's why Peter's how he is because yeah. Peter's just doesn't want to get involved in anything, it and that's great. But it's not great for reality TV. Yeah, well, it's not the goal. Yeah, but. it's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not good at it. Um, you so well, and I can edit this part out, but. Going back to actually no, I'm not gonna no, I'm not gonna bring it up. I was gonna bring up that 
it was in my list of stuff. I'll edit it out that you are one of the luckiest fucking people in the world that I remember thinking when you, and trust me, I will edit this out, got your, um, you had to go to jail for your DUI. I was like praying that they would keep you for the full like week. Cause I was like, this will teach him a lesson. I dropped you off. You called me like two hours later. You were like, yeah, they're full. And I get to go home. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh my God. Remember you that? So lucky. You dropped me off downtown. Do you want me to edit that out? No, no, it's okay. Everyone okay, gets keep DUIs. That in. Okay. DUIs are, it, everyone yeah. gets them. In the, it was this, again, this was before Uber. And this was when I was like, I must've been 27 at the time. 26, 27, I want to say. Mm. There was no social media. There was mm. Facebook, I think. I feel like you were like 29 when I met you. No, 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 no yeah, you're I was right. dating was like, when I was 30. Yeah, okay, so maybe 27, so was, yeah. Again, ages ago, before any of this other stuff. So people, it's before Uber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's true. And in you my, had to call cabs. You and, had to call yellow cabs. And mind you, my DUI was, I was in the parking lot. You were there. My mm-hmm. my park, it was in the parking lot at Happy Endings. Yeah. I wasn't driving. Yeah. I was, yeah. there's more to the story. But yeah, anyway. there's more to the story. Anyway, um, the question was, yes, I, w- I should have. I no, should have. I was like, this is how fucking lucky you are. I was literally like, okay, you know what? He's He's been partying a lot and like. I'm mad at him and like I think if he stays in jail for like a week it'll really change him and I was like I dropped you off downtown I was like he's gonna come back a different person literally two hours later you were like yeah they're overcrowded I get to go home I was like Jesus I <laughs> know I was scared you are so you you are a very lucky person would you say that yes I'm very blessed very blessed I, I, yes I'm lucky but I'm also very blessed I think everything man I, I've grinded though I've grinded being yeah. here and it was like you know, you're very lucky yes and all, but I've grinded many I've done a lot of jobs yeah. I've worked everywhere you could possibly work in this damn town yeah I've tried to do everything you could possibly do to make you, a buck you actually that's true you you you're not above any job no, like you no, would I'll do, do catering yeah. jobs you would do like yeah, yeah I did a, I was I did a um, you worked at the Abbey for God's sake. yeah I worked at the Abbey no I would it was it was a funny story I did an Armani exchange modeling job which was awesome it was so cool and then the next day I had to go cater a job for an actor so it was just like mm-hmm. there's so many higher high and lows oh yeah before i quit all my like apartment manager stuff um like a little over a year ago i would literally be going on stage and i would be on the same show as david spade judd apatow like cool shit like that and like literally like, 20 minutes before i'd go on stage someone would be like calling me being like my toilet's overflowing and i'm like <laughs> i hate my life like i hate my life just a second folks uh <laughs> we got a tenant here her shitter is full <laughs> yeah, seriously but like it was like yeah like such highs and lows where you should you're add like, that into your you should add that into I your thing. Actually. That's a pretty funny. I might actually. You know, it's so just bit, humbling. Folks, we got a plumbing situation yeah. here. <laughs> Stassi and I would be like living it up in Paris because I made good money on that, all that Airbnb stuff. We, I'd be, we'd be like living it up in Paris and all of a sudden I would get some sort of message where I'm like, hold on, Stassi. I, I know we're at dinner right now or Moulin Rouge, but I got to go take a call outside. But Martha, and, Martha's yeah. got an issue with her uh, garbage <laughs> yeah, disposal. Martha's upset. Someone's <laughs> being loud upstairs. I got to call them. So it's humbling. It's very humbling. But it's a cool job. I think it's a great. I, if I was to come back here and do this all over again, I would do that. That's I, yeah, because my rent was cheap and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. what was your rent? Yeah, and out here, rent is crazy. Did you? Well, I guess I know the answer to this because you've wanted to leave many times. But did you ever, before Vanderpump Rules happened, think I cannot do this entertainment industry thing anymore? Like, yeah. did you have a turn back moment? Uh, you don't know the story. I think I had you my, had several of them, but this I, I've I've said it every year. I was like, I'm leaving. I'm yeah. done. But I, before the show started, I want to say. A week before our the pilot or the go to test to see if the show was going to work, I had my pickup truck fully packed, ready to go. Mm-hmm. And Lisa said, "Listen, this show is going to work." I'm like, Lisa, I've been here for many years. I made a promise to my dad that I got to come home. He gave me a thousand dollars for gas. Oh, wow. I, I had no money, yeah. zero. I was overdrafting like crazy. Mm-hmm. Give me a thousand dollars for gas. 
She goes, listen, please stay. I go, you know how many times I've been promised something that never happens? Yeah. I go, I'm 30 years old. I'm 30. I got nothing to show for nothing. I don't mm-hmm. have anything. Yeah. I have what's in this truck right now. I got to go home. I got to be a firefighter. I got to get my shit together. Yeah. You know, I mean, I just, I just. And you almost went back right before I this. was very close. Isn't the, that crazy? You would have never I know. Brittany, it would have never, never, never like, happened. Had all these amazing, up- you would have never met Richard, Richard Branson. Right. Doing stuff with him. I would never, ever. Yeah. I haven't met him yet. I only talked to him on the phone, but okay. still. <laughs> Put in a good word for me. Yes. I will. Yeah. And this is a very exciting adventure. I'm really excited about it. I can't so, wait to see what's yeah, going on. Yeah, explain about. more about the cocktails. I well, we'll go back to that. Them. So the the cocktail thing, um, I started a business with Lance Bass, uh, James, and uh, JT, another one. These are our four uh, partners. And it's a drink. It's it's a cocktail without the liquor. So you can buy the cocktail at like Costco, mm-hmm. Sam's, uh, stuff like that. And then we, we're not telling you what alcohol to drink, but we're telling you what to pair it with. Oh, that's cool. So it's just like your favorite cocktails from when people go to LA, New York, and like, man, I wish I could recreate this drink yeah. without going to Trader Joe's and spending $500 on vegetables and making one, or fruits and vegetables, making one drink, and then all your fruit goes bad. Yeah, that's it's awesome. Like, it ends up costing like $50 for one drink. Do you have like sugar free ones? Sugar free. Uh, um, sugar. Sorry. It's okay. Sugar-free, organic, um, the natural sugars, nothing's added, no preservatives That's and stuff awesome. like that. And um, all you have to do, it, it come in mason jars, they're really mm-hmm. cute. Yeah, they're cute. And um, we have festival cups for, for music festivals. Mm-hmm. Right now we're doing music festivals. Um, but yeah, they're, they're really good and they taste delicious. And I, I'm not just saying it because it's my own product because I'm not a big Why fan. Why didn't you bring me some product? I know, we don't have any yet. Because okay. we, we're batch making them right now for yeah. festivals, but we haven't got to that part Are you yet. going to like Coachella and stuff? Well, we're going to do Stagecoach. Okay. I think, I think we're going to do Stagecoach because right now we're like in the beginning and then we're going to invest. It's just really new right now. Yeah. So we're trying to see what we don't want to over. Yeah. You know, the pro- problem we have right now is everybody's demanding it and we yeah. don't have enough product. Where is uh, where are you guys at with beer cheese? Beer cheese is kind of because of the wedding, the house, the, this drink thing kind of just mm-hmm. took off. We still doing the beer cheese. We're very close. It mm-hmm. just took like a month off because we just had to focus on other things. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had beer cheese. It's I'm delicious. I had a party. That. I had a beer cheese party at my house when we were filming, and uh-huh. it was gone in five minutes. Like they were scraping the plastic. It was so good. Yeah. I have three different styles. Mild, medium, and hot, uh-huh. and it's beer cheese. It's not enough beer to get you drunk, so it's not like anything like that. But yeah. there's a lot of work that you have to do to when you start a food business. It's yeah. not just like okay, you're starting a business. There's Probably so many rules codes, and, rules, yeah. how to cook it, what temperature, everything. There's tons and tons of rules, and everything you do in this town costs money. Mm-hmm. So every step I had to go, it's dishing more money out, dishing more money out, dishing more money out. So I had to say, take. We had to take a pause. We're good. Yeah. But you know, I had to take this other business venture that's actually going like this right now, and we yeah. had to jump on that. And then, like I said, the, with the uh, with the wedding and moving into the house. Just things got yeah. kind of crazy. Um, but it's coming. It is coming. How soon after you guys get married do you think you're going to have kids? Right away. I'm going to start that night. Are you serious? Yes. I've been, st- come on. I, everyone's like, well, don't you want to be married for a while? I, I, or have you enjoy your been, life. Yeah, I've been enjoying my life for 39 years. Yeah. I'm good. Right away. Yes. I'm 39. So by the time I'm 60, I want to be, he'll be in college. He or she will be in college by the time I'm 60. So it's, I got to start still now. pretty young. Well, but, yeah. I, don't, I don't know with my background, my family's background with health. I don't know if I'll be around, but we'll see. Yeah. Hopefully. You will be. I cannot wait till you have girls and <laughs> and because now you can you know you can pretty much design your own kid now right yeah are you guys you guys We're are not doing that. that yeah no 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 but no. you can they do you do the people do that if they have like a lot of money or if they like are Andy having Co- Andy did Andy kind of like designed he wanted a boy he did yeah yeah I mean he has his has his stuff but he you know that's how he did it oh interesting I didn't but you know can that. you can have a boy if you yeah. want a boy you can have a boy yeah. You can have. You're gonna freak out when you're when guys come and pick your daughter up because you're gonna think you're gonna be like this motherfucker. I know. I'm like, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna stop you right before you even open your mouth. You're like, I've done it all. I've done it all. I've wrote three books on it too. Okay, I got another one coming out. So. 
pipe down before you try to go down. Tell me what kind of story. Just be honest. Yeah. Don't try to lie because I'll find you and I'll yeah. hunt you down. I would not. Everything you're thinking guys. in your head right now, I've done it times two. So don't even think about it. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's going to be me. But I, I really, I'm, I mean, I'll be happy whatever God gives me. But, you know, I heard girls are easier to raise. Is that true? Because mm. boys are a lot Teenage more. Teenage girls can be real mean. If you, you get yeah, like, I know. I'm scared like real of that. hormonal or whatever. Yeah. I watch these shows on Netflix nowadays and these kids talk to their mothers like they're adults. And yeah. They're like 10. What, like that, what is that girl? Bad Barbie or whatever? Her and her mom getting like fist fights. That girl's terrifying. She's some rapper oh, is girl. This the ra- is this the teen moms? No. Oh. I don't even know what made her famous. I think she, I don't even, she might have been on Dr. Phil with her mom. Who knows? Now she lives in like a mansion in the hills from being like a terrible, like, it's so sad how like people can make money off of being shitty people. <laughs> um, I'm going to stop okay. you right there. <laughs> That's different. Now. That's <laughs> no, so different. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's totally different. It's totally different. <laughs> it, there's another show that I, I love about that too and it's, it's called Working Moms. You got to watch that. I haven't it's on seen Netflix. that one. It's a Canadian based show. It's our favorite new show right now. It's just about these moms that are just going through everyday life but the writing is amazing. You got to watch it. Is it a scripted show or a reality? Yeah, scripted. Oh shit, I got to watch yeah, it. I got to awesome. watch it. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Well, thank you for having me. I mean, it's been a long time. I've been yeah. anxious to get on here. We got to get Brittany on here together. So, we can all yeah, talk together. Let's I make it real comfortable. Better like mic set up. Yes. No. I don't. I don't like putting Brittany. <laughs> no. That no. Stuff. She doesn't care. She doesn't She's, care. I mean, everybody asks me all the time not to cut you off, but uh, how do you guys stay friends? You've dated everybody. I mean, it's it's it was ten years ago, so much time. and we're all like family. I know yeah. it seems a little bit incestual at times, but we're very just family. We don't look at it like that anymore. I mean, I. We're well, like brothers it's kind of like we already know all the skeletons in everyone's closets. Yeah. It's like I I trust I trust people more that I know that they've like lived and died a few times or right. like maybe even screwed each other over. Like it's like I know what you're bringing to the table. Right, right. Like, That's there's true. No, there's really no surprises at this point. Good point. Yeah, and I think you and Brittany are so good for each other. Like like two years ago, I would have um, you know drained my savings to pay her not to be with you <laughs> and now i really think you guys are very good for each other oh, and uh, yeah and you treat her you treat her fantastic and she's constantly happy now no I we mean, just got to find you a date to the wedding now i don't need one I'm, that's fine i'm just gonna go, go stay you know it's you kentucky know there's a lot cool. of country boys out there you got yeah. country boys oh, whatever all right well thank you for doing <laughs> all this. right i'll talk to you guys later bye